Welcome to Let's Talk More Monkey, the Archie McPhee podcast. I'm David Wall, the director of Awesome here at Archie McPhee. And today I'll be joined by Shauna Danger, the high priestess of rubber chickens, and Nancy Leeson, amazing food writer, former food critic for the Seattle Times, and good friend of Archie McPhee to talk about Sticknick. Sticknick is the once a year employee food contest here at Archie McPhee. Um, where everyone makes a food that is served on a stick, and we compete in four teams for prizes. If you'd like to see pictures of the dishes being discussed, go to mcphee.com, m-c-p-h-e-e.com, and look at the blog. There's a post with pictures of all the entries. Welcome, Nancy Leeson. I'm so happy to be here for yet <laughs> another exciting moment at R.G. McPhee World Headquarters. <laughs> So we should probably explain that what just happened here, because it was an event, yep. and um, we call it Sticknick. Yes. So it is a merging of the word stick and the word picnic. Right. A portmanteau into <laughs> Sticknick. Yep. And all of the food that is served during this needs to be able to be lifted from a plate via a stick to the mouth. That's right. And that is partly how the food is judged. Yep, that's one-third okay. of the judging. That is one-third of the judging. So we have done this many years in a row, and Nancy Leeson has joined us for judging. Four years now. Four so, years. Yes, this is my fourth year. And we've only, we've done it five years, so we only did it one year without you, Nancy. And I, last year, the mayor of Muckleteer joined us, which <laughs> is really right. one of the highlights of my um, stick-nickification. <laughs> she was such a better uh, judge and such a better uh, part of the the Archie McPhee community than I would have ever imagined she could be. She really did a good job considering she knew nothing about any of us. (laughs) Zero. Nothing about any of us, but I will also say she, uh, it gave us a new avenue to kiss up to the judges because one of the teams that (laughs) year did a theme of all Muckleteo history related dishes. And that was pretty impressive. But they did lose. They lost, but still, we're always looking for new avenues to kiss up to the judges. That's right. So you need to talk a little bit then, uh, Shauna, about the other two things besides it's it's on a stick. So, okay, so the three things are taste. Always important. Yeah, presentation and stickness. And I think presentation is a huge thing for us at Archie McPhee. We're, we're kings and queens of presentation. But the... Uh, the stickness, I think, is probably the trickiest part for all of us. Um, and the taste, I think, is kind of hit and miss depending on the concept, and you've had to suffer through yes, all kinds suffer of things. Yes, I have suffer being the operative word <laughs> in some occasions. But this year, for instance, the winners, this year, the winner won. The name of that group was Who Would Eat This, yes. which is the name of the R.G. McPhee book. Yeah. So the book is called Who Would Buy This? And then we did a play oh, on it called Who okay, Would Eat you're This? Right. I'm yes. sorry, how did I even miss this? Yes. I knew no, that. no, it's, it's not obvious because I don't know why and, either one makes sense. But well, I, was, I also want to say they made a giant copy of the book right. that they put on the thing, which Mark was very happy about and wondered why we didn't have one of those giant books at Costco when the book came out. Right. Because we would have sold more books. We love a giant prop. A lie giant prop. And the, yeah, so in that team, also the team I was on, we also... The winners. The winning the, team. The winning team. My third win in a row, but I'm not the MVP, um, which is a sports term, by the way. Because <laughs> he knows I don't know sports terms. Um, so we also had um, each food uh, selection was a product. 
And that was what was so spectacular for me. I mean, so each food selection mimicked an Archie McPhee product to a T in so many cases. Everything from a giant marzipan rubber chicken, thank you, Shauna, to um, the Avenging Narwhal. Can you tell me a little bit about that that product? Okay, the Avenging Narwhal was a spinoff from the Avenging Unicorn, which was the first iteration of it. So that product was a unicorn with a horn, obviously, and it came with three figures with holes in their chests so that when you got angry at that kind of person, you could sick your unicorn on them and it would stick a businessman through the chest, for example. Right. So it was like a voodoo doll of unicorns? Yes. um, Yeah. And it included a new agey kind of person, a business person and a mime. And when did the hipster come in? Was the hipster with the narwhal? The hipster was with the yeah. n- the narwhal. <laughs> the hipster. Well, so we had to was... upgrade when we did the narwhal because you know th- what irritates people changes over time. I know that's no surprise to anyone. And so the new age people kind of went out of vogue, but the hipsters kind of rose up. So we did a dude with the uh, handlebar mustache and mm-hmm. a penny farthing bicycle tattoo <laughs> nice. and. So many good details. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of the it was kind of the deal. So, but um, the narwhal, well, we'll we'll do another episode on the narwhal too. But the narwhal package actually had a story in the back about how the narwhal was the underappreciated animal, and it thought it hated all the cute animals. So originally, the narwhal came with a koala and a sea lion that it would because it was so angry at the cute animals. The other strange thing about the narwhal is so people don't believe that it exists. It's one of they think it's like, it's a, like unicorn. a unicorn exactly and that it doesn't exist. So that's one of the things we have to educate people on is there is there are you know there's unicorns and there's narwhals. And um Talk a little bit about these different groups who do Sticknik. So it, it's different teams, and can you speak about the, where those teams come from? Yes, yeah, so they're the different departments of the company. So one is the fulfillment center, one is the customer service, one is the store, and one is graphics plus IT. And um, so we have four teams. And every year, so far every year, everybody's chosen different team names, which I think is interesting. They don't stick with the same one every year. Um, but that's those are the four teams. And the, the name tends to go with the theme of Correct. whatever it is. Exactly. So the, the who, would eat, who would eat this team that I thought did so well. Yeah. And Mark, um, our you know fabulous founding leader, uh, was judging with me. And, and we both agreed, hands down, when we sat down afterward quietly, that that's what won. Um, the Avenging Narwhal, back to it, was, <laughs> it was so Alistair. What does Alistair do? He is the manager of the Fulfillment Center. And I have to say, somebody thought maybe it wasn't clear. He made that out of, it was chainsaw the, art that he made. Okay. So he probably <laughs> should have. You're holding your temples. You're holding your temples. No, no I, no, I knew that. I assumed okay, he made good. it. I didn't know it was chainsaw art, but I mean, I thought he carved the narwhal good. in some way. So mind you, you have to think about this. It had the, what do you call it? The, what is the that? The The horn. The, the tusk, yeah. The, the business at the front. The business end at the front of this <laughs> carved narwhal yeah. had a, a Cornish game hen that was cooked. It was an herb. Uh, actually, it was a, a penguin, we were told. Right. Um, that went right through the chicken. So that was the part that was on the stick. So, and, and in order to eat it, we had to, like, play Tom Jones and grab a drumstick and just pull the thing the hell off of there. I would, I would use the word impaled. 
That would it be a correct male. word. And it was, it's big. It's what, two feet yeah, long, at least two, two and a half feet long. It, it's, you know, You're making me feel real bad about him not getting the MVP now, you know, right? Well, he did it, a good it job. was a tough call. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, it's. And, I couldn't have chosen the winner today. But I have to say, of that of the team that won, my favorite, just because um, it's kind of a forgotten Archie McPhee product, was P Guy. <laughs> okay, let's talk about P Guy. Because okay. P Guy, well, it took me a while to realize that P Guy was there, and afterward, I, my eyes were peeing. I just have to tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> we we got that. Uh, what we got was originally a figure of a man with his hands by his crotch area and there was a piece of fishing line that extended from the crotch down to the ground and we got this out of the context of anything we just asked from from but to explain factory. you said you got it so well i'm just saying when when we asked for samples from a factory they just sent us that with no explanation as to what it what it was and we don't sell products like that. We don't sell product, you know, any kind of number one, number two, then any of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It's not our bag. So um, when we all just thought this was so funny, out of context in our amongst our stuff, so we sold it and we put it in a package. And the only thing it said in the package was, "It's P guy." <laughs> And, and usually, you know, there's so much writing and so much storytelling with each and there package. Was nothing. There was nothing. And so then in the, the write-up in the catalog was just, it's P-Guy. <laughs> and that was all that it said. And so the, it was, it, it was, and... <laughs> so please describe, if you will, this particular entry into this wonderful winning team, the P-Guy. So this was this wasn't on a stick. This was just to enhance there our display. There was a stick involved. Helen. There was. <laughs> uh, and it it was a fountain that had colorful lights at the bottom and apple juice in it and little punch cups hanging off of it. And you could just put your punch cup under and pee guy would pee pretty much pee from. From his perch at the top. From his perch into the rest of the fountain and then into your cup. Right. You're uh, really, welcome. It was very <laughs> And I mean, we also have to give a shout out to um, to Jen, whose um, her contribution was something called leaky balls. They were. Um, <laughs> That's right. They were a chalk. Leaky balls is a product of yours, yes. Well, it wasn't supposed to be leaky balls. The product was fortune telling balls. But they actually, we had a factory problem and we got a huge batch of them that were all leaky. And so we have, this company is really frustrated by, you know, how many we ended up having to give credits on and how many returns we had and how many things got stained and all this kind of thing. So she did that as an homage to the leaky balls. Okay. And what that was, was a beautiful chocolate truffle centered cake. Yes. Right. With some blue, I don't know if you... Oh, right. It was the leak. It was the stuff that was leaking. So if you picture, say, a a snow globe, but that blue water or whatever it was would leak out of the snow globe, that was what that was trying to approximate. Yes. Okay. But the thing about it that was so great was that Jen actually wrote a song to go with that. And that song was really impressive. Do you... I do have some of the words, though. Oh. Um, And, you know... One of the verse, the verses were like, I'm not eating rubber chickens, not eating devil ducks, sticky eyes on the ceiling, no banana slugs for lunch. And the, the chorus was, 
Who would eat this? This food on a stick. <laughs> Who would eat this? No, no, not me. Right? Fancy. And then, beautiful. but the best part, wow. see, this is why. That's beautiful. I, uh, wow. At the end, and there was a lot of this. There was some great stuff in there, not to be confused with the very ending, because the, an- the answer to the question, who would eat this, <laughs> was then, it said in the lyrics, maybe P Guy. <laughs> Okay, we're done discussing this part. <laughs> Maybe P guy. Well, what about shredded money? Shredded oh. money was so fun well, for me. This yeah. is this is too long a story to tell in complete right now. But let's just say we purchased shredded money, real shredded money, real shredded money from a dealer, and I'm doing finger quotes, um, (laughs) and they shipped it to us, and we were like, we could think of a million uses for shredded money. We could use it as packing material, we could use it to start fires, we could do all this. So I wrote a description up in the catalog that listed all of these uses that we came up with for this money, and it turned out um, we matched the what you're not allowed to do with the money almost word for word in the write-up in the same order that they are in the law. So <laughs> I think they thought we were reading the thing and literally telling people, screw these guys that are making rules about what you can do with the money and, because we didn't know what the rules were. We thought we had just bought money so we could do whatever we right. wanted to with it. And it came, by the way, in a bale. It was a bale, was a bale of, shredded of shredded money, money. and we would take pieces from the bale and put them in jars. So you could you could buy a jar of the shredded money. You could buy an entire bale of shredded money. So insofar as Sticknick was concerned, this particular deliciosity was lime jello and big coconut flakes yeah. that were made to look like the shredded money. Right, by Mary. And and what we actually didn't plan on for this team was about half of the products had to do with lawsuits or times we were in trouble or had a problem. (laughs) That was not intentional. We noticed that once we were looking at it today when it was all set up. It was all legal problems that (laughs) that Archie McPhee has had in the past. Spud Nuggets was on there, too. Spud Nuggets, (laughs) which were originally called tot toppers. Right, that's right. But you couldn't use the word tot because of... Tater tots. Yes, that's yes. right. But we already had them called that, so we had to change the name and repackage them to Spud yeah. Nuggets. Because there are two <laughs> generic terms for them. They are either Spud Nuggets or Mexi, Mexi fries. fries. Those are the only two things you're allowed to call them that aren't copyrighted. Those are certified generic. So those okay. are your choices. Well, um, those are great, and they were dipped in a in a really nice... Uh, Curried ketchup. Yep. Or not ketchup. Not, well, not, no, not, not, not Heinz. Heinz ketchup. <laughs> and that was not Heinz in case we get sued over here exactly. for dipping our not tater tots into our not Heinz. Okay. No, I know. That's, that's the Plus, way we avoid all lawsuits. It's like we make a car and then write not Tesla on the side. <laughs> well, you're getting into the... You're getting well, into lately the, you don't really don't want to be Tesla. Yeah, this, well, that's true. Right, right that's now. right. That's right. But it also taps into one of Mark's many grudges that he likes to hold in Heinz is one of them. <laughs> Okay, well, then next time you come to my house, I will not be serving that's him right. any ice, that's for sure. I'm going to have to make some homemade ketchup. <laughs> Mark's grudge list. Um, that's a whole podcast. <laughs> Still we'll invite you to that one. Okay, good. So I want to ask you a question, though, Nancy. What is your first memory of Archie McPhee? Did you know oh. Archie McPhee before you knew Mark or after oh, you knew way, Mark? Oh, wait, I knew it way before I knew Mark. In fact, um, how I even met Mark was, uh, you might recollect, that you were you wrote 
in-house reviews of restaurants in the neighborhood, and one of them was one of my favorites, Grouchy Chef. So Mark wrote to me when I was working at the Seattle Times. He sent me an email, introduced himself, um, and told me that that a guy who works with him um, writes these things, and this place is great, and I really need to know about it, because otherwise I would never know about it. So why don't I come up here? He and I could have lunch there at Grouchy Chef, which was at the time in a different location, and its original location. Yeah, exactly. And open for lunch. Yeah. And I was, and he said, and this was the kicker, of course, um, and I'll take you on a tour of Archie McPhee World Headquarters. So uh, I didn't know Archie McPhee, like so many people, yeah. I didn't know you had yeah. a World Headquarters. Right. I just thought you had the store, which I knew from Fremont and then in Ballard and now in Wallingford. Yeah. So that's... I didn't realize that, that was so the first time. Oh, I did not know that. I thought I, he knew I you. I didn't know him up until that point. It was, it was just a, you know, it was a cold call email. Hey, how's it going? This that is, is so great. And we've been friends ever since. And that was, let me think here. Maybe a dozen years ago, yeah, I was but say I'm going to tell ago. you, the, my my fondest memory of of Archie McPhee was that I went to Gay Bingo one night a million years ago, mm-hmm. and it, it's one of the most fun things you can do in Seattle. Yeah. And um, I, I had been going with friends for a while, and it was just this absolutely hilarious night. We were laughing, we were having fun at the very end, I, and I didn't win the whole time. But I told my pal that I went with that I always pick B and nine, and if I get B nine, then I'm going to win something. And at the very end, I won. A giant, huge, like a a bucket full of Archie McPhee toys. Yes. That, among some other things in that. And I felt so bad about it. There was a little girl whose eyes were, you know, bigger than saucers who saw that. And I let her put her hands in there and grab a whole bunch of them out. And I should have just given her the whole thing. But I actually (laughs) had a friend's kid at the time that I wanted to give it to. So there's a lot of stuff in there. That's so great. That is so cool. Those are I didn't know that you didn't know Mark from before then either. Absolutely not. He is, is really funny. good about the the cold call, you know? He, he is. really is good about just contacting people like and that. And that was an offer I so could not refuse. No. N- no no sane person would. Well, it, it's funny too cuz we we have invited people up here that were like, mm, "Pass." They just think they don't understand anything about what it is or what we're talking about. They're just like, oh, I don't know, Muckle Tea is a long way away. I know. Although I, less, <laughs> I have to say, less people have turned us down since our friend um, Kirk Damaris. He wrote up a trip up here. He took pictures of everything and wrote it up. And now, I've, since he's done that, when people Google us, that's one of the articles that comes up. And that I haven't had any turn downs since he wrote that. Well, what article. about things like the horse head on the front page of the New York Times? Right. That was I crazy. Mean, that, that was, was really so crazy. crazy. I I actually, you know. The Obama picture. Yep. At the, the shaking hands with uh, uh, Obama shakes hands with somebody in a ho- our horse mask. Oh, it's a big photo for us. <laughs> you can see the faces of the Secret Service men. <laughs> he must have like they were tucked, it, tucked it into his pants, been in the crowd, and right before the president got there, he slipped it on his head, and then there's this perfect shot of somebody yep. in the horn and yeah. Obama's laughing because what else could you do at that moment you know and secret service is not laughing secret (laughs) service is not laughing and that when that was i think the toppermost of the poppermost in terms of virality for the horse mask because that was one of our products that started super small like i don't even i i can't even explain to you how small it was like i just got i got six for the store yeah six six (laughs) at a time and how many of you sold since do you know oh my god i don't even know if we have i know it's it's um, well over 500,000. <laughs> horse head masks. Horse okay. head masks. And that's just the horse head mask. Right. That's not even the rest of the, Correct. the series. Yeah, that's but right. that one, that was so crazy. Yeah. And and what a weird, what a weird <laughs> uh, story that all is, too, because there's so much involved in that. But I remember that. And we also got the, um, 
we got the horse head squirrel feeder, which is based off the mask in the Washington Post as well. Well, I have a piece of information for you that you don't know. Years ago, when you were doing the squirrel underpants, I think. I love the squirrel underpants. Well, Mark, I don't know how he would have thought I would have had this, but he asked (laughs) me if... I I may have told him that I had a a taxidermied squirrel, but it turns out it wasn't a squirrel. It was a chipmunk, so I think he was going to borrow it. Do you remember this? And it wasn't mine, by the way. Can I just say it was my husband's? And he didn't kill it in taxidermy. It was from his childhood. So just let me just get that straight right here. (laughs) Stop the letters. Can can I just say that Nancy loaned us her squirrel. It's kind of ratty. (laughs) That was what I heard. It was really ratty. I mean, it's like 50 years old. I know. I, it was, it was, was bad was, I just thought that was the most hilarious thing. But I, mean, I don't think he, like, totally told me what he wanted it for. He's like, <laughs> did you say you have a stuffed squirrel? Something like that. It went like that. Well, that that was during that time when we were kept looking for a taxidermy squirrel because we needed one to put the underpants on. And so you had to have the legs apart improperly so you could put the underpants on. So I don't know. Nancy? You didn't ask enough questions about I, your taxidermy obviously squirrel. Obviously you did not. And it wasn't a squirrel. It was a chipmunk. Right. And therein lies, I That's think, That's a whole different problem. pair of That's underpants. A- <laughs> uh, you need to go to the chipmunk department, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You need oh, to go to the chipmunk. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> You're in squirrels. <laughs> Elevator, so, three floors. Do you remember, this is totally off topic, but do you remember when we were looking for a monkey? Because I got this harebrained idea that it would be great if every picture in one of our catalogs was a monkey or a chimpanzee instead of a person for one issue of the catalog. And so... You were looking for a live monkey. A live saying. monkey, not a taxidermy monkey. Right. Thank you. So, but we put a... You're welcome. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We don't want a taxidermy monkey. No. We actually don't want a live monkey either. Well, I, well, I heard it was a bad idea after I asked. I have zoo connections. <laughs> yeah, well, so what was the... Well, I want to know you guys. I bet. Oh. <laughs> what was the craziest I thing? Have zoo connections. <laughs> That's like the best brag ever. Oh, I can get you oh, into the zoo. You, want, uh, you, you know want, what? You want in the zoo? I can get you in the zoo. You know what? I you have like zoo penguins? connections because one day, you know, like you're driving down the street and it's pouring rain in Seattle. It's dark. It's raining. And I, I see this woman park her car. I'm waiting at a red light on my way downtown to go to work. And I see this woman do the international. Oh, sign when she just missed the bus. Oh. So she just oh. parked her car. The bus left. She was standing in the rain. So I pulled out. I pulled my car and I said, "Hey, are you going downtown? You know, jump in." And oh. you know, she did. And of course, you know, it's a wonder that she did it. And she was lucky it was me. And we had a very nice conversation over time. And I told her what. Eventually, she asked what I did. I told her what. She, you know, what did you do? What do you do? And uh, I was nice enough to drop her off right at her office. But she was so impressed with this that. At, at some point, I had told her I had a young son. She gave me her husband's business card because she said he ran, like, the raptor department or something. Oh, and if I ever wanted to go in the back. Oh, so when you talk about, so cool. I know a guy at the zoo. That's awesome. I know a guy. <laughs> that is awesome. I you have connections. You have not taken it, her up on it yet? Well, I, th- I, you know, I don't know that I oh. ever did. But um, big mistake, right? Yeah, you've got to do it. You've got that to is, do it. That is a favor to pull in, though, with the raptor card, just to be like, I need a bird. Yeah. 
For reasons. Yes. For <laughs> the Archie McPhee catalog. <laughs> if we needed a falcon in every p- photograph, do you think you could arrange that? Wouldn't that be great in the catalog, though, if just in every catalog it was someone just had a we, falcon pose <laughs> to their shoulder? You know, <laughs> like, and you just didn't explain it, you mean? Yeah, just, just there it was. Yeah, just like Sears, <laughs> Sears photo style. Like people just, you know, in those weird poses with just a, an eagle or a well, you falcon. Know, you know just they like do pose. that. They've got the people that um, with the raptors yeah. on their arms, and then they go take off and they come back and they show the yeah. kids, and it's wonderful. You with can just, no explanation. Explanation, though. No. That was, and no reference. I mean, we're always trying to get celebrities. And we're always hunting. For, trying to all, get them to do what? <laughs> anything. So I would love them for my wall of fame. I'd love them for an event. I'd love them to come join us at Sticknick. Of course, we have the biggest celebrity today, you. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to cede my no, position no, no, no. You to can never stop. Macklemore. No. So. <laughs> you, he could join you, but he can't take your place. No. Okay. Ever. Do you you're, have a, you're our favorite. Do you have a Shields and Yarnell story? Yeah. Do you know who they are? No. Help me out. Okay. Well, this is just a running thing in the podcast because every time we mention Shields and Yarnell, somebody comes up with another story. They were a married couple of mimes in the 1970s that had a show. A variety show. A variety was show. Was it local or was no. it national? No, it was national. national. I'm trying to see if, I mean, I would have been a little kid. I'm, I'm just asking because you're one of those people that might go, why, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you did just tell us a great George Foreman story, so oh, you well, definitely have some that that stories. You Can to, you get him for our Wall of Famer for our Sticknick contest? Um, I don't know, but he was so excited, so I was telling these guys that I was doing a show years ago on Thanksgiving Day for NPR. I can't remember. It was one in the national programs. Um, can't remember the title of it. And it turned out that George Foreman was also on the show with me, so we had an opportunity to talk about foods that were important to us. And I, uh, in, you know, in the Thanksgiving context, but I was also able to say, "Hey, George, I love your grill because I had just gotten one from like my mother-in-law yeah, gave it to me." Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. And uh, the only thing I and I said it, the thing I most love to grill on it is asparagus, and he's like, "Oh, those! Oh, I love asparagus." That's. I mean, he completely agreed with me that that was the best thing. Wow. So, by yes. the way, if. There are a lot of George Foreman grills at our local Goodwills. I see them yes. all the time. Um, one of them might even be the one that I originally grilled that asparagus on. But I think if you have an interest in them, they <laughs> let's bring this up today. Why, why did that even come up in conversation? Because a whole lot of um, grilled cheese was happening today at yes. Sticknick. So there was George Foreman was in use. Yes, in Toastastic. 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 That Toastastic. was one of the was the one of the team names. It was the team that that had the fabulous a uh, Campbell soup, um, wonderful tomato soup that was homemade in a Campbell soup that was on a stick the way like a tiki torch. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That, that was, was an ingenious that was stick. Genius. That has to be one of the better on a stick. Like you would never expect it. If and, someone and said, soup on a stick. I love that soup on a stick. And it, I didn't love everything about that group, but that was outstanding for the entire four teams today. Yeah, she, Jen, Jen, Jenny, yeah. she did it. She was incredible. Yeah. And I love, I think over the years, our sticks have become more interesting. Like the, the, like narwhal, the narwhal today and the soup on a stick. I think we're getting better at our sticks. It's getting very exciting. And you also have to point out that <laughs> what, what it is that people win. Oh, okay, yes. Because that's that goes right into the stick conversation. Yes. So the there's an overall winning team and the winning team receives a trophy that is passed around from team to team over the years and each time a team wins it for their department, they get to add something to it and then they bring it the next year and the next winner wins and it's in your department for the year. So they win the trophy for the team. And they, the MVP on the team, the person who had the outstanding dish on the team, won a hundred bucks 
That was a first this year. Usually it's been 75. Congratulations, Molly. Congratulations, Molly. And um, then the also the team has, wins a gloating lunch. And what a gloating lunch is, is the entire team gets to select time to go to lunch together. Usually we the team parades through the building on the way to the lunch, sends photos during the lunch of eating all the delicious food, talks about the lunch for a couple of days, you know, puts it in our, our newsletter, the Monkey Tales, mm-hmm. photographs go in. So it's a gloating lunch. It's a lunch in which you gloat. And then the losing teams, actually each losing team receives the highly sought after uh, certificate of loss. Yes, the losers. Um, you know, you mentioned Monkey Tales, and I don't know if you've talked to folks about this in your podcast nope. before. Monkey Tales is the company newsletter, and I happen to be, as like the celebrity judge, my gift for doing this annually is that Mark sends me an email version of Monkey Tales, and I read it. I want you to know I read it every single month. I read. I find out how many people have been here for how many years, who's <laughs> leaving, whose birthday it is, and what I especially love is the when, when you do a bio of somebody who works for the company and they talk about something that they've done or a place they've gone, right? Yes. So what we do is every new person gets asked by the last hire five questions. Oh, that's how that's done. That is. And what happens is they they can ask a new five questions or five questions that have come up before. And every new person um, gets this grilling and then they get to ask the next person who's employed. Okay, well, that, I'm, I love knowing that backstory because that's probably my favorite part of many favorite parts of Monkey Tales. And here we go again, by the way, Monkey. That's yes, right. and Monkeys. And I want to say, too, we have those going back to the 90s. There's a folder with every edition of it just lined up. So I, I'm, that's one of those tasks. I don't know. Somebody should go back through and just read those for I think that should be me. Nuggets. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could be, that's an interesting history of a company, don't you think? Though? I absolutely. Because it's like, I mean, imagine the subtle uh, stories that took place from issue to issue in those where if you looked at them from a large scale thing, I'm sure there's tragedies oh, and yeah. comedies and all kinds of things that play out over the time. Yeah, there's, you, there's all kinds of congratulatory things and also interesting, of like, don't you have, like, what's coming in, right? Yeah, that's right. What, what we've been working yeah. on, trips people have gone on. Um, the other thing that's interesting is over the years it's had different names, mm-hmm. which it was called Just the Facts at first, and then Mark had a section called Mark My Words, and then it became way back, uh, it became the Lizard Monitor back when we used to sell yep. a lot of lizards. And my husband, by the way, won't forgive us still. He's like... He won't accept that it's now called Monkey Tales. He's just like, Blizzard Monitor is the best name. I can't believe you ever changed that name. I said, well, but we don't really care. So when anymore. did you change it to, and again, the monkey theme? When yeah, did when it did get changed? when did we change it to the monkey theme? I think it was... 2000? 2000? I think it was later than that. Oh. Because hmm. I would say it was around 2008 to 2010. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe a little bit earlier than that. But th- there was a debate, though, of whether it should be monkey tails or te- monkey tails. Right. Because the pun, is it a sound pun or is it a word pun, was kind of the debate. Where do you stand? I think it stands as it should at T-A-L-E-S, right? Yes. That would have been my choice. Yeah, that's what would end. And I think Shauna was the deciding vote on that, if I remember correctly. I don't remember that. Because, I mean, we know what it's supposed to be, but we also know what it is. And it has a picture of a monkey with a tail. It certainly does. Do you know if you grow up in Philadelphia, as I did, the word for T-O-W-E-L is 
pronounced tail. What? A lot of people. In, and also I have a friend, a friend from Pittsburgh who says the same thing. Instead of saying, can you hand me a towel? You say tail. Hand it's me a tail. Weird. That is a strange it's one. I've weird, never heard that before. We were just talking about dialects yesterday. I know. But different words from different Columbus places. Columbus Creek is crick. Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Going to the crick. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. Really? Lots of people call a creek a crick. Do they? Yeah. yeah I, I think it has to do with size, too. Or uh, That's my understanding. is like a smaller kind of crick. It's like... Small, no, no, no. no. <laughs> You're dreaming that one. That's, that's, that's geographic. You need to go to the creek department. <laughs> you're, you're in the creeks. When, um, well, when you get to a certain age, you're in the creek. Yeah. After, yeah, the before creek. that, you're in the creek. <laughs> that's great. Well, I have to say, too, since we have you here, and um, I have to ask some food questions since you're here. Please. At least one or two. What's the thing that you're most excited about in uh, the Seattle area right now? Like what? What have you eaten or gone to where you were just like, "Oh my gosh, this was amazing," or or delicious or unexpected? Any anything besides Sticknick? Okay, besides Sticknick, there's a place in uh, Wallingford called Yoroshiko. I think I have that correctly. It's it's um, it's, it's a Jap- it was a Japanese isakaya style restaurant. There's a bar on one side. They just it's been open a couple of years, I think, maybe two years, but it's just expanded. It was in the. Um, it was the, in the original Jewel space okay. on, on 45th. Oh, anyway, yeah. right. It, it's really, I think, an, un, an unsung little spot where you have to sit at the counter, mm-hmm. in the, um, not in the bar side, the dining side. And these guys make this, they, they have a great price on a fixed price, little uh, combination of different types of Japanese food that I have eaten there now twice. And I've eaten pretty much everything on the menu, I think, and, and then some. And everything was absolutely spectacular and it's just you know I lost my favorite sushi bar not too far from my house when they closed after 16 years and this was something that really kills you when you're wherever you live it's your the favorite place that you go with your family or your friends and it's just that that spot that you know the hackney phrase the cheers of your restaurant world and I literally cried when I found out mine was closing Mm -hmm. and it closed quickly thereafter so this place might be taking its place oh that's Different style of Japanese food, of course, but it, it just, I love it so much. That's very exciting, too. It's near your store. Yeah, it is. Yes, it's right near the store. What am I, I saying? I know. Yeah. Like, you're like, well, have we heard of the Wallingford neighborhood? Why, yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> you should mention In fact. <laughs> Are they open for lunch? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's good. I'll have to stop by on Friday. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. Or after, stop by after work. Yeah, that would be delish. Um so that's a really good I thank you for that. That's great. Um I was gonna mention one more thing about Sticknick too. Yes. We haven't even named the other teams. Which I was gonna say, um, my team, Stick is fantastic as that was great. I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> which is um I made uh I was wearing a wizard outfit. Of course. You were and a beard. And a beard, including a long white beard and a and a wizard hat. And my concept was, I was going to say my beard was edible, and (laughs) (laughs) that I had eaten uh, breakfast, and bacon had gotten stuck in my beard, and I was going to give them clumps of my beard to eat uh, from the thing. Well, it turns out we also had a kettle with dry ice in it on the table. And as you guys, (laughs) as as the judges walked into the room, uh, Jason, the IT guy, poured water on it and stirred it and the dry ice went enveloped the table and as soon as it touched the cotton candy 
the cotton the candy beard. deflated completely. <laughs> like oh, it, no e- every bit of cotton candy, like the air disappeared oh. and it turned into basically rock rock candy. It's yeah. like it was just crystal. So, but you had, but but the ones so that were I, around the wand. I ran out of the room <gasps> as soon as I saw it, and I went back to my office and. Shauna, I, I, it was Shauna's cotton candy machine too. I Which broke, I used last year in our Twin Peaks theme. I broke the rules of the, the how you're supposed to use it, and I poured too much in, and it got all over the place. And I just went. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like in my office making you guys this horrible cotton candy beard with bacon on it anyway, because I knew. I mean, obviously, I didn't think I was going to win the contest or anything, but it was you know the concept of it. So then I had to run back in and do it, and then Jason poured it on again. So <laughs> so I pulled the board away, the bowl away. <laughs> that had them in it. But if you noticed, Mark's, I think it was Mark's, was this deflated husk. <laughs> and the other one was this beautiful That was the one I took. Cloud. Yeah. You <laughs> it was a cloud. beautiful puffy cloud. So uh, just in case anyone has ever, dry ice and cotton candy do not mix is what I learned that from. That was really good to know. From, from Stickman. And then the, I want to also say that's part, that is what happened with all the teams. There's a lot behind the scenes of triumphs and tragedies that yes. happen. There were people up. Randy was up till 1 a.m. trying to do these. Oh. He was doing um, fingers that go in, edible fingers that go into hander pants. And his, at 1 a.m., they failed and he had to throw it all out. Well, what about last year? Was it last year in your team, the woman who won with the red hair? Um, who, oh, who. Like set her apartment on flame, or the fire department, oh, yeah, or, or the, the alarm like went off because she was right, up late at night. Detector. The smoke that's detector. Right, that's right. That's right. Yes. There's so much that happens. She won, behind. by the way. She yes, won MVP. Leo, Leo won last year Leo with won. the um, co- her uh, panna cotta, the coffee yes. panna cotta. Um, but but we didn't. Uh, yeah, every team has some of these that happen, and people are trying things and going back to the store and getting more ingredients or getting more equipment and lots of meetings about it. There's a lot of drama. It's kind of an amazing event. Um, Which also, comes down to the bottom line here. If you didn't work here, wouldn't you so want to work here? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I'm so serious business. Yeah. yeah. Sticknick. Sticknick is something we could tell uh, potential employees for, to sweeten the deal. Well, I've told the I've told the story before on the podcast, but I actually read the catalog and then told my at the time future wife I was going to end up working here. Yeah. So that is the truth. So there is a certain clarion call that goes out from some of these things for the the some people really really want to come here when they yeah, hear things like right. that. That's right. By the way, can you say what the name of your dish was though? Oh, um, brunch beard. <laughs> Which brunch house? beard. Brunch beard. That just sounds disgusting. Sounds like an eighties band. <laughs> brunch beard. This is <laughs> Until they sold out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's she's holding, she's holding her, her head again, covering her eyes. <laughs> I think we've gone too far. <laughs> she ate my brunch beard. <laughs> it's coming back on her. <laughs> Did you eat it or are you going to eat it? Yeah. <laughs> but you had a line when you ate the brunch beard, which was, well, everything's better with bacon. <laughs> that is true. You're right. That, that is so true. You, you really that was not it. an original line, by the way. You know but, that. You know, but it, it was a really it nice works. spin on the mm-hmm. situation where you were forced to eat hair. <laughs> A puffy cloud. Dry iced. Not dry iced. Not dry iced. Your marks was dry iced. Yeah. (laughs) It was just this clump of crunch. (laughs) 
And he took it like a champ, too. He just sort of nodded his head. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so you know those bacon... When I was a child, one of my favorite Archie McPhee things, um, when I was a kid, I loved those little candy necklaces where they're oh. on a, you know, the little multicolored yes. candy and it's on an elastic. And yes. so you guys have the bacon flavored ber- version That's of right. that. <laughs> and that is a very special gift that I have gifted to many people over oh, the years. Good. I think that's a really important product. I'm glad you said that because I feel like that's a really underappreciated product. I don't think people, they don't, somehow they're not getting that it's a connection with this old, this, it's more sophisticated adult version of the, um, the old candy from when you were a kid. Yeah, from people with a sophisticated palate. Yeah, very sophisticated palate. And it has a little pendant. A rare person. A little bacon pendant. It is a bacon pendant? (laughs) Doesn't it? It has like a little bacon pendant on the beads. You know what? I've actually never eaten it or taken it out of the box. I give it to people in the box. It's better as a gift, Yes, I think so too. And I think it's actually having smelled it, I I do think it's better in the box. We often say of our bacon products, it's best to smell. The where the warehouse doesn't say that. When we get the pallets in of those bacon products, they don't. They're not super and pleased. When my best friend was living in Saudi Arabia, where she couldn't get her hands on any bacon, oh. I regularly gave her Archie bacon gifts oh. because yeah. you know they were, of course, not real bacon, right. so right. that right. she could right. then enjoy them in the comfort of her home in Saudi. That's interesting. That is really interesting. We definitely have vegetarians who do that. Yes, although we don't guarantee that they are vegetarians. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they just I, don't have bacon in them. They do not have bacon in them. That's all I know. Yeah. All right. Well, um, did you have any? Did we? Should we mention the last team too? The store. So team? the store team. Their their name of their team was We Won Last Year, <laughs> which I thought was a very confident name. <laughs> And this was, so this was an interesting year too. This was, as we said, the fifth year and previously each team had won one time. So this was the first time there was a second win on a team for a team. That's true. So that was exciting. So yeah, the store, store did those beautiful, uh, Nadia did that beautiful chiffon or, uh, it's a Chinese Chinese chiffon chiffon chiffon, uh, fruit cake. On a stick. There were several of them, small ones on a stick. And they did some other good stuff. It's a smaller team because of course the store's still open. So they can't send everybody up here. And poor Angela broke her ankle, so she's not here. I know you're down a person at the store. We're down a person, so So they can spare two people. She'd be down at the store working the floor. I know. I'll be there on the on Friday. (laughs) Busy day. And we'll mention Sean is in a trucker hat today. Yes, this is very unusual for me to wear a trucker hat. Well, we should thank Nancy. Thank you so much. Love having you. Yeah, it's so so wonderful. It's such a treat for us that you come, and we hope you're always always here. I can't believe I get asked again every year. Really? Really, I just. Put it on my calendar with great joy, and I'm always happy to be here. Uh, even even some of the food is, you know, I could leave, but there's so much more that I can take. And just getting a look around this joint all the time, it's a, it's about, it, you know, forget Disneyland, folks. It's the happiest place on earth. Aww. For more information about Nancy Leeson, you can go to nancyleeson.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-L-E-S-O-N.com. And for more information about Archie McPhee, as always, go to mcphee.com. That's M-C-P-H-E-E dot com. Thanks very much for listening. Recommend us to a friend.